world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America... Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince. My name is Vince Tagliavia. I am here with Andrea. This is a show where we are live with you Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern, and we bring you the news and events of the day in the U.S., in the world, uh, in the galaxy, and in this uh, universe. Um, to the best of our ability, we're just an average Joe and an average Jane giving you our best shot at interpreting what the hell's going on in Wonderland. Um, so leave uh, your comments over there on Rumble and Facebook and everywhere else on your opinions, your thoughts on everything. We definitely do value that, and we are open to learning every day and hearing different perspectives. So please chime in. Let us know what's up. Let us know when we're spot on. Let us know when we may be off target. And we do appreciate that. Uh, Andrea, how are you doing this morning? I am well. I, we, it looks like we got people saying our volume is down and low. So I don't know. You might check it real quick. Testing, 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 testing. Is it on? Testing, testing, testing. I sound good. Is it on? All right. Is Can everybody hear me okay? Are we good? Let's get a 5-5 five five if we're all good. I just want to make sure that we get any bugs worked out before we get... We're goid. Uh, Randy said we're goid. We're goid. We're goid. goid. Loud and clear. Five, five. All right. Thank you, everybody. All right. I am well. It's sunshining here, and uh, we're halfway through the week, so... Oh, is it hump day? It's hump day. Uh Uh-oh. I think think it's... Yes, it's hump day. Yesterday was after chat day. We got doom and gloom after chat hump day. (laughs) Thursday because nothing ever happens on Thursday, and then Friday funnies. That's oh. how I live in my week. <laughs> Forty-eight hours and, till funnies. Yeah, and then we have you know we don't have Saturday and Sunday anymore. It's it's 
it's um, bilateral work your ass off days. What does that mean? It means you do everything you don't have time to do on the, during the week. <laughs> and so you bust your ass to get everything done on the, well, they call it a weekend, but really it's, you know. It's bilateral work your I, ass off day. Yeah, it's bilateral work your ass off day. <laughs> oh my gosh and today kevin is just absolutely on crack i think he wants to walk so if there's interruptions here he wants to be a star what, are you kidding me he doesn't want to go for a walk he wants to be a star he's trying he's like let me on your show he just won't stop laying on my keyboard so i keep moving maybe it. you should maybe you should buy him his own keyboard maybe maybe <laughs> Just get a spare one, a little cheap Walmart five dollar keyboard. You're he like, would, here, Kevin, you have your own keyboard. He's like, he did not want me to read this morning. He didn't want me to set the streams up. He would not let me do shit. Um, and he's still at it. He's doing laps. He's right here. It's <laughs> yeah. funny. Oh, it's just a nightmare. Uh, we need a cat cam. Oh, cat cam. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, you guys, thank you for joining us this morning uh, from everywhere we stream live video. Um, that is Pilled, Rumble, DLive, Facebook, uh, where else? Uh, Redpills.tv, Telegram, Clout Telegram and Clout Hub. Thank you all for joining. If you're over there on Clout Hub, um, we'd appreciate it if you would uh, subscribe to the channel that would be fantastic and you guys are awesome we're growing over there we're growing everywhere we're also if you guys use um spotify head on over there and search for the red pill project we are there and all of our shows are there including the dark to light show etc etc so uh give us a follow over there and rate review subscribe whatever you can do to help us out it all does help us tremendously and we appreciate that those numbers on the podcast are really uh you know, they're kind of like, it's like the red wave of podcasts where it's just, it's just phenomenal. So thank you everybody who's tuning in. Yeah. And the best thing you can do to support us is just share this content, you know, share it on your Facebook page. If you got one on your Twitter, where, if you still got Twitter, you know, wherever you social media at share them, if you got them, you, yep. you know, the old phrase. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i'm over there on facebook too you guys can find me and, and uh say what's up um also though if you guys want to donate during the show just like grits 39120 just did four lemons every lemon is a huge contribution to help us keep these doors open the red pill project streams flowing and all of our content going um, it's not a costless operation. Uh, much of anything we get is just dumped right back in. So all of that is really what keeps us going. We appreciate it. One way to um, help support decentralized news and media is to go to redpills.tv slash go, which is our give, send, go, where you could donate directly. You could also go to redpills.tv slash go and just pray for us on that campaign and share that campaign with somebody who might be willing to donate and help us there pay some bills and keep things flowing. We appreciate that so much. Everybody who goes over there, that's redpills.tv slash go. And uh, with that said, we're going to jump right into it. Andrea, what do you say? Let's do it. And uh, by the way, make sure you get your coffee because oh, uh, my coffee. that's what this is all about. You know, firstly, this is about 
waking the hell up this morning and having our hot beverages. So (laughs) priorities. Exactly. That's my priority. I walked into my office without my coffee this morning and I went, oh, I'm missing something. I was like, this is not good. (laughs) I immediately walked out. (laughs) That ain't right. That ain't right. I was like, I'm not walking back into my office until I've got my coffee. All right. All right. I see some new faces, some new faces. Happy Wednesday. Good, good, good. Uh, Black Jester also gave us an ice cream. All right, Black Jester. Thank you for the ice cream. With that, we're going to go into the financial news here. Let's look at the markets real quick, and then we'll jump into the U.S. news. All right. Oh, whoops. I don't want Echo for you. No, thank you. So. Uh, things are starting off a little bit red for the most part. Uh, S&P is down 0.06%. Dow is down 0.14%. The NASDAQ is up 0.37%. Things are a little bit mixed, as you can see here. Uh, crude oil is up to $120.67. Gold is up $1,860.80. Silver is up. No, not really up. Silver is at $22.17. Kind of stagnant. Yeah, everything's a little stagnant. Um, Bitcoin is at $30,517. I mean, $30,517. I don't know why I can't read numbers, but that's where we're at. $30,500. Interesting. 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 Just kind of a mix of red and green, isn't it? It is. And they say... You're expecting coal. Right. Um... (laughs) Here's an article by uh, by these guys over at Yahoo. They said that the stock market news live updates: stocks fall as inflation concerns persist. Uh, stocks fell today as the major averages looked to give back gains after rising for back-to-back sessions. So the last two days we've seen rises. It's so it's a little bit wavering today. We'll see what happens. Um, we are. It's it's going to be this slow decline overall but actually i don't i wouldn't be surprised if we see it go up a little bit still because it's fake it's decoupled from the actual market right the actual economy and what's happening and and it's decoupled from reality mm -hmm. and we're expecting the fed to do another rate hike here probably a half percent again 50 basis points or whatever so that's going to really get everyone excited and make them start buying again or whatever that's manipulated bullcrap so that's where we're at when the rates go up people should slow their buying down is what it should do but they're like oh look people are so much more you know well, interested. they're like the economy is being stimulated i don't yeah, know exactly. it's yeah exactly everything is backwards wonderland and so if it doesn't seem like it should make sense it's you know what makes sense the most i yeah, so we're watching it. Um, no flash crash today, I guess, mainly. <laughs> but um, oil prices are advancing despite the U.S. inventory rise. Oh, my God, Reuters. If this doesn't tell you how manipulated things are, nothing will. Oil prices rose on Wednesday despite a likely rise in U.S. oil stocks on the easing of Chinese COVID-19-related lockdowns and a possible strike by Norwegian oil workers. Brent crude futures were up a dollar or one percent. West Texas intermediate crude was at one hundred twenty dollars a barrel, up ninety six cents. 
quote, despite the API reports showing bills for crude and oil products, oil prices are higher, supported by expectations of China easing the COVID restrictions, translating in higher demand at imports this summer. Oh, phooey, phooey, phooey. Yeah, go figure. It's just, you know, we're going to keep seeing this because they're trying to push us out of fossil fuels. Yeah, it's really alarming. It's a not going to work. Nope. And lastly here, um, housing markets. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I think we covered this, but I just wanted to mention it again that the U.S. Treasury is making moves to block U.S. investors from buying Russian debt. This is to further alienate Russia from the global economy and isolate them during this soon-to-be larger war, but currently just a trade war and proxy war. Um a non-declared war but yeah so of course jean pierre uh the really intelligent uh press secretary said that the economy is in a better place than it has been historically everybody knows that is false we are in the worst position we've been since probably about the 70s as this is happening mortgage applications crash to a 22 year low as monthly payments rocket higher which we talked about the mortgage rate and the payments of what the fuck is happening. God. With, <laughs> with the mortgage, mortgages, and they're pretending everything's okay. Hopefully that was not your coffee. No. It was my phone and a water bottle. Bitch. <laughs> You're oh talking to your cat, right? Now he's, he's on his cat bed his desk he's cabinet. like oh shit he's like i'm in trouble now <laughs> i better go lay down kevin i tried to really sweet talk him this morning but it didn't work i was trying to like channel i was trying to be like uh what's her face in our after chats it's like all right get in touch with the animals uh what's her name the horse caretaker i forget her I'm name sorry blank. i'm drawing a blank too Brain i'm terrible part. with names I'm sorry if I can't remember your name. I apologize. I can barely remember my own name. (laughs) I'll remember (laughs) it. Yeah. Anyway. Just real quick, I want to thank McDav for gifting the can. He said Uh his heart belongs to D-Live, but Foxhole is where he can donate. And Red Pill is the shiznit. (laughs) Red Pill is the shiznit. I agree. (laughs) That reminds me of Little Nicky. Popeye's chicken is the shiznit. (laughs) it's <laughs> uh, one movie i've seen um thank you mcdav yeah thank you that's all i got for the financial market that really got kevin going he did not like that finance like, that segment <laughs> he's like you have got to stop talking about this you know what he's doing he's like oh crap dad can't buy me kitty treats anymore i'm not gonna get cat food mm, no he's spoiled he, come on get real that's like <laughs> top priority right there right i know um so that's where we're at you guys we're watching it it's it's a slow process um try to position yourself strategically to take advantage of the shitty situation just like the uh opposition and the crazy people do um there are opportunities out there we could get through this we're gonna survive this shit and come out better on the other end so you know good luck and keep it in mind and stay positive and keep on pushing and we're going to do the same. Um, all right. 
Well. Are we ready to move on from finance? Yeah, I'm just a little shaky. <laughs> I'm just a little bit like I'm worked up. I don't, it's okay. Yeah. Take as much time as you need. <laughs> all right. Okay. We've um, got stuff all over the board in the U.S., though. I mean, it's just kind of a, it kind of crazy what's happening in our country. All right. Yeah, it is. It's unbelievable. Let's get into it. All right. Let's do it. Wonderland. It is. San Francisco. I, you know, I got to say, the uh, left is having a hard time trying to convince people to stick with their policies and stuff. Uh, San Francisco voters recall radical DA Chesa Bowden, warning to left-wing prosecutors nationwide. Apparently, San Francisco, San Franciscans are are fed up with uh, the crime and the drugs and the homelessness and everything because um, they did actually successfully um, vote to recall this guy. It, the yes vote was running in excess of 60% oh. with early results counted Tuesday. That's a lot. I love this because this made me think, let's all freaking do this. Recall this all the shitty people happens. because you know what? This is the card that they're not expecting to be played, especially widely. Imagine if this was pushed in every fucked up city. Well, and so here's the funny part about this is I saw this and I was like, this is brilliant because you know who's next on the list Who? and who's facing their recall? The L.A. DA is also in a recall and he's a leftist. Let's go. So what we need to do, our power lies in recalling these elected officials. So George Soros and that group spends millions or even probably billions of dollars getting these corrupt government officials elected in right they steal elections well let's steal right back from them it's not stealing it's returning it to its rightful owners the people exactly and us allocating it we recall them you know what and if they if they steal the election again after that recall is done then we recall that person and we keep recalling them until they finally until we finally get the government we want they can't stop those recalls from happening that's the beauty and and that's the beauty of it because that is signature oriented people you know go and um they start talking you know they get these signatures they collect these signatures and these on these petitions and stuff and if we start standing up it's just one more avenue that we have at our disposal that will allow us to get our country back Mm -hmm. and so i love seeing stuff like this so I don't know if this has been updated or not, but it looks like in this article, it says um, that, oh, maybe this was the early stuff. The yeses were 61% and the noes were 38. So um, I think they're going to have a really, oh, and according, I guess the AP has called it. Oh my God, what the fuck? 61.3%. Right? Sorry. Yeah. No, you're right. Kevin's on crack. But, um, <laughs> throw his ass in the bathroom. So, you know, this this is a good this is good news and I would expect that the probably the LA County DA is gonna go much the same direction. I think Californians are, you know, they're sick and tired of this garbage, just like the rest of the US is, you know. California's red yeah. wave. Red wave inbound. Here's the thing. That's what we call today's show, right? 
the red wave. I think Josh is onto something. It's not going to be what we expect. It's going to be a big red wave. But I think these bad actors are going to take advantage of the red wave, like Josh was saying last night, in some way. But nonetheless, the red wave's inevitable. California's red. I think. It is. The majority of the U.S. is red. If you look at a at a map where it talks about that, really what it is is that there are spots of blue poked throughout the whole United States. Um, but they make it appear as if it's bigger than it is. because, And they do that by stealing these elections and dumping money into this and... Um, and then on top of it, they lie to people. So you have your liberal voters, you know, your leftists who are, are fairly moderate, right? They're normal, average, everyday. They're not your Antifa type. They're not your activists. They're not your extremists. They're just your ordinary Americans who tend to agree with more liberal policies, right? There's nothing wrong with that any more than there's anything wrong. You know, there should be some way for us to meet in the middle for this. Um but they lie to these voters to get in. And then the opposite, you know, once they're elected is when they start implementing their agenda. And people start to see that. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. And now you're starting to see them do something about it. Because I think that people have seen what their inaction has led to. For so long, these people are, have stayed quiet. They're like, oh, well, we'll just primary him out next time. Or, oh, we'll just vote him out next time. The problem is that there's no next time and they never leave. And so things just keep getting worse and worse and worse. And I think they people are fed up. I really think that the world is waking up. Um, yeah. What direction it takes, I don't know, you know. They're losing popularity every time somebody realizes and starts asking what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Um, you want to look at the next one here? Yep. Um, so, let's see. Um, voters this in San Francisco. What? This, this is the same one. Yes, it is. So, we can skip that one. Thanks. Good job, San Fran. Uh, Jim Jordan alleges the FBI is pursuing agents. I'm sorry. Perfect. Yeah. Jim Jordan alleges the FBI is purging agents with conservative views related to January 6th. Not surprising. According to the House House Judiciary Committee Republicans, multiple former FBI agents have suggested the Bureau is purging employees with conservative viewpoints. So they're just cleaning out the FBI to be extremely radical. If you're not in on the scam, you are being ran out of the club. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. And that's how they're weaponizing our DOJ is that they're running all of the good people off. I don't think this is just agencies either. I think that a lot of woke companies operate this way as well. And this is how you get these compartmentalized radical groups together that support each other and just feed each other and get more and more radical and corrupt. This is what happens when elections are stolen and government is infiltrated with uh, bad actors and corrupt politicians is you get what looks like this and what needs to happen it's hard to say if it'll do any good but these people need to start that are losing their jobs need to start 
suing these organizations, whether they're government organizations or they're private, individually owned organizations. Oh my gosh. The FBI at this point should be completely disbanded. I mean, if they, if you overwhelm the justice system or the courts with these cases of discrimination, eventually they're going to have to address it. Mm -hmm. When the people start speaking up, shit happens quick. Yeah, you're right. It's when people are like too afraid to do anything, too afraid to stand up, um, that nothing gets done. And nothing changes. It's They're going to continue to get away with this. And that's by design. They, they've they occupied people's time with bullshit just to survive in order to... And they've happen. scared people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what, in my opinion, that's what January 6th is really all about. It's scaring the shit out of people. Is the, They're making an example out of these people so that nobody else tries this. Because they want to scare good people into thinking, oh, my God, if I participate in this, I'm going to get thrown in jail. There's one guy who's looking at, you know, spending 20 plus years in jail. And he didn't take anything. He didn't destroy anything. You know, he literally walked into the Capitol building with a bunch of other people. Who were let in. Who were let in. And he did nothing. He did nothing wrong. He didn't take anything. He didn't destroy anything. He didn't hurt anybody. Um. He was there exercising his First Amendment rights. People are like, well, he didn't have any right to be in the Capitol building. Actually, he does have every right to be in that Capitol building. Because guess what? We, the people, own that Capitol building. That's our building. Yeah, and it was a setup. They let everybody in, and the FBI was involved, allegedly, and all this stuff. So it's like a total scam. Everyone knows it. And they're being held as political prisoners. Absolutely. Absolutely. FBI, oh my gosh. Um, all right, moving on. This one was interesting. Hmm. What's Brazilian up? President Jair Bolsonaro cast doubt on Joe Biden's legitimacy just days before meeting in Los Angeles. So a uh, Brazilian president hmm. has been outspoken um, about his support of Donald Trump and his presidency. Right. Um, and he does not like Joe Biden. He was one of the last... Uh, world leaders, I guess you could call them, out there to congratulate Joe on his win. But um, he apparently now is saying um, the American people are the ones who talk about it. Election fraud. I will not discuss the sovereignty of another country, but Trump was doing really well. (laughs) We don't want that to happen in Brazil. So I think he knows exactly what happened. I think he knows that the election was stolen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think everybody does, honestly. No, yeah. just because they're not talking about it doesn't mean that they don't know it. Like everybody I, knows, it's kind of like the elephant in the womb, you know. And everybody that's sitting there saying, "Hey, there's an elephant in this room," you know, you've got those people who are like, they see it, they recognize it, and they're like, "It's not there. You're not seeing it. You're crazy." A lot of people still deny it, believe it or not, at least they in do. Wokeville. Yep. It's crazy. But I think the world at large understands what's happening, especially yeah, and waking up. Yeah, especially I politicians. I do find it interesting that he's meeting with Joe Biden. Like, I don't know what that's about. You would think that somebody that 
was supportive of Trump and is calling into question the legitimacy of a presidency would even meet with that person. So probably more beneficial than not potentially but work out deals and figure stuff out so we'll have to see what comes to that meeting or if there's any information released it's hard to say yeah we'll see what happens it's not for no reason that's for sure yep breaking this morning the supreme court says an armed man arrested near justice brett kavanaugh's maryland home after making threats against justice Associated Press updates. Police arrest man. Uh, this is a developing story. Let me see if they updated it yet. At approximately 1.50 a.m., a man was arrested near Justice Kavanaugh's residence. The man was armed and made threats against Justice Kavanaugh. Uh, the arrest came as the court prepares to release potentially landmark judgments on politically charged cases on gun rights and abortion. That is set to happen today. Um... The court is also expected to rule before the end of the month on a New York firearms case that could see it effectively loosen gun control laws. Kavanaugh is one of six justices the court's conservative wing against three progressives. So, terror attacks are on the rise. That's what this is, everybody. And there, you know, there's terror attacks everywhere in the U.S. right now. They're happening everywhere. I did see something that was very interesting, though. What's that? And just real briefly, because we don't have a story in here to cover it, but um, the Uvalde shooting. Yeah. Yesterday, who went up in front of the White House and made oh, yeah. a big deal? Matthew McConaughey, right? Matthew McConaughey. Matthew he McConaughey? Grandstanded, by the way. Grandstanded. Um, I saw something interesting just briefly this morning, and I haven't had a chance to look into it, but it says the headline was like, Matthew McConaughey speaks at White House briefing after a shooting in hometown of Uvalde. Okay. So is he from Uvalde? That's what they're saying. Apparently he's from Uvalde. And here's, here's something that I find very interesting. How many hometown actors have had this happen to them? Because I'm thinking that there's been more than just him because it seems like sometimes after these major shootings happen that some actor, right? This happened last time they tried to push gun legislation and they had some actor come up there and speak about it and all of this. And it seems like it was from their hometown too. Well, so am I just crazy or maybe because mean- put it, think about it this way. Every city has a famous person in it, right? My, mine doesn't. <laughs> it probably does. <laughs> It doesn't. It, <laughs> it probably does. I'm the most famous person in my town. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody knows me. Um, it's definitely some... I just think that it's interesting. It's bullshit. They're taking advantage of it. It's acting. It's theater. It's brainwashing. That's all you're... Yeah. So from that aspect, you're right on that front. Um that I don't know if it was planned that way from the beginning or if it's just they're taking advantage of where it was. Um, the conspiracy theorist inside me says it was planned that way. But. I personally think they should have got Alec Baldwin to do the speech, but 
I was thinking Greta Thunberg would have been better. <laughs> Alec Baldwin. All of that shooting made lots of <laughs> environmental impact with the gunpowder exploding. <laughs> well, I think Alec Baldwin giving a speech about gun control and whatnot would be hilarious. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. He's totally grandstanding, which... It's gross. Yeah, it really is. Um, thank you, Yay, for the lemons. We appreciate it. Hope your coffee is delicious this morning. Yes. <laughs> Yay says I am famous. <laughs> My kid always tells me that he's like oh, I'm famous. I'm like, dude, I'm not famous. <laughs> oh my goodness. He's like, have you ever watched your show? And I'm like, no, I'm usually busy while it's on. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Anyway, moving uh, on. That situation yesterday was really interesting. It came out of nowhere, and I, I tuned in, actually, and I was just... It was weird. I was like, I have no interest in watching this. I'm like some washed-up, used-up actor, right? I mean, he's been around for a long time, and it's I sad. just don't... I could care le- I honestly could care less about Hollywood or anything that they do. Seriously, I just... I have a hard time watching movies. Not that I don't enjoy movies and not that I don't watch TV, but I just, you know, when I see anything in the news about actors and Hollywood, I'm like, I don't, I can care less. It's fake, dude. It is totally fake. And everything is scripted and manipulated to such a high extent that it's meant to brainwash you. Like, why give energy to that? Yeah, it, I can't believe it. I, I, mean, I guess I can believe it. That was that was an interesting thing they did. Yeah. Uh, right, moving on. GOP presser kickstarts counter-programming to January 6th committee hearings. House GOP lawmakers are scheduled to hold a press conference in the morning of June 8th today as part of several counter-programming events for the January 6th committee's public hearings. That will be 10.45 a.m. on Wednesday and is led by Representative Elise Stefanik of New York, according to Fox News. Other House Republicans scheduled to make an appearance include House Minority Whip Steve Scalise, Rep. Jim Banks, and Rep. Jim Jordan. In July last year, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi rejected Banks and Jordan from sitting on the panel investigating the breach of, of the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. So that is progressing in that manner. Do you have anything on that? I think it's really interesting because you heard that the January 6th committee is planning on, I think starting Thursday is when they're going over all that stuff. And they literally hired a production crew to cover all of this. Like they're making this huge production out of it and they're supposed to release never been seen, never seen before evidence. And so I like the fact that the GOP, some in the GOP, are, you know, standing up and saying, no, we're going to counteract this narrative. We're not going to allow you, you know, to just go out there and blindly program people into believing whatever the hell lie you tell. We're going to tell the truth and let people decide for themselves. <laughs> if, um, if it was up to them, they'd bring in, like, Tom Cruise and... Oh, I'm sure. And you're going to see, I plan on spending zero hours of my time paying attention to this. 
I'll, you know, whatever I need to know, I'm sure will be released in the news and <laughs> Let's, I'll look at it there. But. We'll read the recaps of whoever puts yeah. recaps out and put it yeah. together. I'm not. But I have, know. I have no intention. You know, some people enjoy doing that. I'm not one of them where I do not enjoy something. Joy, and I don't enjoy watching something that I know is going to piss you off, um, piss me off and anger me and get me emotionally stimulated. Right. Like, I'm just, I'm not interested in giving it that much attention because like I said the other day, where intention goes, energy flows. I'm not going to give it my energy or maybe I have that backwards. I don't know. Where attention heard. goes, energy flows. Yeah. Focus your attention so, on something that matters more than your. I am. So life. I'm going to focus my attention elsewhere, you know, on positive changes that I can generate in this world. Right. Um, things that I can do that are going to help fix the situation, not hinder it like this situation does. So I'm glad to see the GOP, you know, at least a few of them doing something. Yeah, we I hope. Have, I think a few. Yeah. A few good people in our government, but like there's, I think it's like one percent. Yeah, there's one or two. Um, I hope I hope they fail miserably with their, uh, basically. Production. <laughs> yeah, with their production. Yeah, Finger, fingers crossed. I think they will because I think people know it's a sham. Like people are tired of hearing about it. Yeah. yeah. Moving on here. This is going to surprise everybody. The deep state rigged census count in order to give Democrats huge electoral advantages. Electoral votes are based on population, right? And it yeah, looks and like so they are taking advantage of the census count in order to uh, give themselves more leverage when they cheat. Exactly. And, you know, so when that little piece of when that thing shows up in your mailbox or the guy comes knocking on your door and he's like, you need to fill out your census information and you're like, that's stupid. I'm not doing it. It's important because our congressional seats and how many seats it has and electoral votes a state has is determined by the census. And so when they don't have accurate census information, and, and this is the problem is people look at this stuff and they're like, it's not important. It's not a big deal. I don't care. It sits on your counter for months and you do nothing about it. And then, um, but I guarantee you that the Democrats and George Soros and those likes, they know how important this stuff is. They have systematically planned this stuff. They've taken the stuff that means nothing to most people and they've used it against us. And so all these little things, it's like stealing a dollar out of a, somebody's piggy bank, right? A dollar isn't going to make any difference. But if it keeps happening time after time after time after time, pretty soon there's a lot of money that's stolen out of that piggy bank. Well, that's exactly what they've done with our votes and our voice. And they've used things like the census and redistricting maps and um, things along those lines. And it adds up to, it all adds up to a stolen election. And we're seeing the results of years worth of thinking the stuff like this is dumb. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, people, I've literally heard people say, I don't want to fill that out because I don't want the government to know anything about me. Well, you're right. I don't either. (laughs) I'm not going to give them personal. Unfortunately, there is some personal information you have to get. But if you don't think that the government has that information already on you, you're insane. Yeah, all of us are in the system. Do you, do you, do you say, I'm not going to file my taxes because I don't want the info? You know, I mean, some people don't. Some people do. 
Yeah. I'm not going to judge <laughs> if you don't file your taxes. But well, a lot of people are filing extensions. So, um, things are important, like this little census. For sure, and I'm not surprised that they are cheating in that manner. And really, I never thought about it, to be honest. Nobody else so did either. We need to fix that. DeSantis retaliates against Soros elections scheme. The Soros-funded radical left is running a scheme to manipulate local media in Florida to push their Marxist agenda on voters. Not just Florida. This is a worldwide brainwashing operation by these guys. DeSantis is standing up against I really like the stuff that he's doing. I mean, not that I think that he is you know, 100%, but he's definitely up there with one of the, like, I think all of them on some level have some corruption in their background. He definitely but, does. Um, there, and there are things that he's done, you know, with the vaccine mandates and stuff that I don't like. But overall, I think he's doing a really good job. You know, I would say the same thing about um Abbott, even though there's a lot of things about Abbott that I don't like, I think he's doing a good job um, protecting the people of Texas. I think he could be doing better. I think DeSantis could be doing better, but they are doing something which is a lot more than a lot of governors are doing. So I got to give them props. They have, they, okay. I give them that too, but I think, I think that in the perfect world, they should be replaced with the entire system because I think they are compromised at the end of the day. Honestly, that's just my opinion because based on things that they've done in the past that are inexcusable and unexplainable. And I I agree. I I say, I give them, I give them credit where credit's due because they're currently in that position in comparison, in comparison to the rest of the woke government. They're freaking fantastic. But I think that small percentage of bad, is enough to say oh yeah it's like the it's like the governor of montana you know great guy doing a lot of good things for montana unfortunately he the one thing he isn't doing is he's not speaking out about the vaccines i mean he made it he's made it to where it's not mandatory right like people have a choice in montana whether you they've made it to where companies can't discriminate against you. So they can't hire you or fire you based on whether you have it or not, which is great. So like those policies, but he's not coming out and he's not saying anything. And the reason why is because he owns stock in Pfizer. And so he makes a hell of a lot of money off of people taking this genocide jab. So, you know, do I think he should be replaced? Yes. I think that I'm of the opinion that the whole of our government needs to be completely uh, wiped out, and I don't mean killed, I just mean wiped out, like start over, voted out, removed from office, start over with people that care about, that have no, that have no background in politics or NGOs or lobbyists, you know, nothing. If you've got any experience, if you've got any of those things under your belt, don't even apply. And pick candidates that want to fix this country, are willing to go in there and work, and then return to their normal life, which is what our country was founded on originally. It wasn't. This isn't supposed to be a lifetime career appointment. Right. We're not supposed to have alcoholics for decades running the show and profiting tens of millions of dollars illegally. I'm talking about Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody got that. <laughs> All right. 
Onward. Are they scared? Media perplexed after SCOTUS fails to release ruling on Dobbs' case that could overturn Roe versus Wade. They were supposed to do this on Monday. They haven't. Nobody's really said anything about it. But it looks like, because I think you posted the something earlier that said that potentially could be coming out today. Yeah. So um, I found it interesting that they were supposed to release it, but hadn't. Mm-hmm. Um, the theory is, is that maybe they're being pressured or threatened in some way uh, to rule a particular way, which if that's the case, then... I mean, you're taking an already broke and corrupt justice system and breaking it even more. And yeah. Making it even more worthless. So we'll just have to wait and see what the what the ruling is. But hopefully, they're taking more time to deliberate, and they'll. Yeah, we'll see. I think you may be spot on there. Um, we will see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, should be breaking today. Moving on. Um, this was an interesting video that was sent to me. Thank you to who sent it. Um, this is a North American Aerospace Defense Command. A must-see video. Our recent operation, Noble Defender, was an impressive Arctic air defense demonstration that spanned North America from Alaska across Canada to Greenland. Do you want to watch it? Yeah, I'd be interested in watching. Put a clock face over a map of North America and take a look at everything between the 10 and 2 o'clock positions. Vast regions stretching from the Pacific Ocean across the Arctic to the Atlantic Ocean. The Arctic, an austere region which has very little infrastructure and an unforgiving environment, enables NORAD to test and enhance our ability to maintain domain awareness, achieve information dominance, and provide decision superiority in competition and crisis in challenging conditions. This is Operation Noble Defender, a recurring air defense operation that takes place throughout the year. This year's operation, on March 16th, incorporated assets from Canada and the United States with support from Denmark, allowing air defense operations from Thule, Greenland. During the operation, United States F-15s, F-16s, F-22s, and Canadian F-18 fighter aircraft conducted intercepts of simulated threats represented by bombers from the United States Strategic Command. The aircraft and crews responded simultaneously over the Alaskan northern slope to Greenland and along the eastern coast of North America. Command and control centers in Canada and the United States coordinated the NORAD assets with support from U.S. Navy ships deployed in the northern areas of the Pacific and Atlantic Oceans. Noble Defender demonstrates global integration efforts, cooperation, and interoperability with our partners and allies to defend North America. We are stronger together. Hey, we're stronger together. Okay, you can stop sharing now. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. I mean, I like seeing stuff like that, right? You know, yeah, um, it's a mixed bag of emotions for me. Um, it, it really is for me, too, because I look at it, and on the, the one side of things, you know, uh, that, that American spirit that I have in me, you know, is like, yeah, 
But then I think about it and I'm like, the problem that I have is I love our military. I love our country. I have no faith in the officials who are running either. And that's sad. So I see this and I'm just like, ugh. Uh-oh. You know? Yeah. I see it. I do. I go, uh-oh. And then I'm you like, see the woke, the, the woke nature of the military. It's like they're all masked. It's like I'm surprised yeah. they didn't have blue and pink hair. It's like right? it's, you know, our military is compromised, taken advantage of put in their health is at risk um thinned out by getting rid of people who wouldn't comply um and we're i'm um, getting into uh, close to probably war being declared officially yeah. um and it's badass we love the military but at the yeah, same time I, needless wars for the cabal are not what we want our military to be fighting for Right, our, our military is supposed to be defending the homeland. They're supposed to be defending the rights. They take, you know, when when people join the military, they take an oath to uphold the Constitution and protect this nation and its citizens. And so it it makes me sad when I see um, what's happening in the world, and I see that our military is falling in line with these elitists that are trampling all over our rights because you know what our military they're citizens just like we are they're subject to the same rights and freedoms that all of us are that you don't give that up when you join the military yeah and a lot of them have families that are our neighbors so it's like yeah and so it's like you see these people and it just breaks my heart when you see them do things that you know that they have to be aware of that are unconstitutional and following unconstitutional orders. And it makes me wonder how many of them, when it comes right down to it, will actually follow those orders. And unfortunately, in my opinion, I think a good amount of them will. And yes. and I think they'll do it out of a feeling of necessity. Yeah, it certainly is troubling times and things are escalating clearly um that that is a badass video though it is thank you for sharing that yeah thanks to who sent that to me appreciate it you know who you are oh oops let me fix fix this um onward here Uh, how do i get out of this place throughout the year all right bannon Bannon subpoenas Pelosi and January 6th panel an attempt to hit back at contempt charges. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it is. I think it's great. It's a cool picture. (laughs) That picture is funny. It is. He looks like he needs a comb. Yeah, so he subpoenaed House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and members of the committee in an attempt to push back at the contempt charges he faces, according to CNN. Bannon is scheduled to go on trial next month in the contempt charges the, du- the Justice Department brought against him last year for failing to cooperate with the January 6th uh, Select Committee's investigation. So they're just, he's playing the game. He's fighting back. We'll see what happens. It's interesting. I, we'll see. We'll see well, if anything happens. There, so there was only one, from what I could read or gather earlier, is mm-hmm. that there was only one other person who's ever been charged with contempt of congress mm-hmm. for failing to appear or whatever um and that was back in 2012 and it didn't go through then 
Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's pretty much one of those trumped up charges that they're like, yeah, we're going to file it against you, but it's not really an indictable charge. Like there's nothing that could be done about it. And I think Steve Bannon knows that. He's like, it's pretty, I'm not going to play your game. Well, you want to play this game? I'll play it with you. He is. He's like, all right, here's a subpoena then. Let's play your, let's play your legal your game. game. Um, it's interesting to see what will come out of the suspe- subpoena though, right? Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I don't think it's going to be, I have a feeling what's going to happen is they're going to get their subpoenas. They're going to say, we're not going to do this. He's like, I'm not going to play your game. If you won't play, if you won't, if you won't provide me with this information, then I'm not going to provide you with any information. And it's going to just end in a stalemate is. Yeah. The interesting thing is if they go forward with it, can they reject the subpoena? Uh, I don't know the legal process there, but potentially non-public information can come out of this so that's pretty interesting but let's move on i just thought it was an interesting tidbit to touch on real quick there's a big earthquake uh this morning in russia 8.4 8.4 magnitude that's a big earthquake yeah you know it makes you wonder if um is it an earthquake? Yeah, earthquake. Exactly. Yeah. Um, very interesting. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's it's huge. I mean, we have to go off of what we know, right? Which is what they're saying it's an earthquake. But it does make you wonder with all of the stuff that we know goes on. Is really yeah. who knows? That's huge. That is a big big earthquake though anytime the earth rattles with that much force that's big yeah and it was in the lake yeah which is well weird. and there's a lot of volcanic activity that happens in different parts of russia and stuff so i mean it is very possible that there are tectonic plates moving and sure. it's you know maybe it's around a volcano i don't know um, a whole lot about the geography but i do Me either know. No, Russia I, is had a, a volcanic past. I don't know if their volcanoes are still active or. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure, so such a big area. I bet there probably is, but yeah. just interesting. We'll probably learn more about it. Um, but I just again another quick note here. Onward, though, Andrew, you want to take it away? Sure. The NSA director says the U.S. is involved in offensive cyber war ops against Russia. So this is just more escalation on things to do. They're like, oh, well, we're looking at ways that we can, you know, really stick it to the Russians um, without actually firing a shot. Well, I don't think Russia looks at this and goes, oh, well, the U.S. is firing shots at us, so let's just let them continue. Um, Russia is also, you know, launching their own cyber attacks against us and our infrastructure, and so it's just more war games. you know, it's just, it's stupid. It's just more escalation that's unnecessary. And they're going to keep doing it regardless of anybody thinks about it. And so that was really my only note was mm-hmm. it just more escalation. Absolutely. In an already tense world. Seriously, what else? Russia responds to another round of European sanctions or EU sanctions by restricting exports of noble gases like neon, which is essential for making computer chips. They are um, hitting Russia in a way that limits their production of chips, um, just like no, much of the 
hits our production of chips. Well, it hits their, I'm, it affects their access to computer chips, right? No, because it's Russia is restricting exports of neon gas. So Russia is not exporting neon. Oh, which manufacturers I see. So most likely in European countries. Oh, okay, that's what they're saying here. Computer chips, right? Yes. All right, thank you. So, but previously, um, there were actions taken to reduce uh, Russia's access to computer chips, um, limiting limiting the current technology at which Russia could utilize that Russia could utilize to build modern technology. So it looks like in response to these sanctions and things, they are restricting the export of noble exports of noble gases. So like, basically the the building blocks to make the chips. Mm-hmm. So it's like they cut off the end product to Russia while Russia's gonna cut off the raw material supply. Exactly. And that's just it, you know. When you're trying to sanction a country that has a lot of natural resources available to it that you need, that's really dumb. You know, especially when you're as dependent on those natural resources as the U.S. has made itself, you know? That's why Trump was big on um, independence. Um, Whether it was energy independence or natural resource independence, he wanted to be able to utilize what the U.S. offered in natural resources to produce our own products and mine our own ores and do all of the things because the United States is a big country and it's got a lot of natural resources available. And so we don't necessarily need to import a lot of the stuff that we're importing. Yeah. But Joe Biden has of course destroyed all of that, shut everything down which has affected our economy. And now we're very reliant on other countries for a lot of this stuff because they don't want it here. They don't want, we we could go back tomorrow to producing our own oil. We could Mm -hmm. do things that would fix the situation that's in our country, but they don't want that. They want to destroy us. I really think, I think they're trying to have a future with zero oil production. Yeah, that's 100%. Zero. I I think Josh is right in the sense that he says that they want to get rid of us completely and terraform this planet. That's the one thing that makes the most sense to me, because why else do this? I mean, maybe this planet was originally something else and terraformed for us, right? We don't know. And they're like, well, that was a failed experiment. Let's get rid of them and terraform into something else. I don't know. It's, yeah, man, it's scary. It's I don't hard know. to say, but um, you can definitely tell that we're, we're dependent on other countries and it's not working. Yeah, and I think with this move that Russia's doing, it's kind of another win for them, possibly. I don't know how well this move can be circumvented and their supply could be replaced from another location or from um yeah i don't know here at home this isn't gonna this isn't gonna hurt russia well the bottom line they're already the impact of having chip shortages already hurt russia so this is just 
Right, but they're preventing well, other countries from creating chips. Right. They're just like... My point is, since they're already hurt by the chip shortage, this won't hurt them further. It, exactly, it's basically yeah. just screwing over the person that screwed them over. Right. Uh, very strategic. Another strategic move by Russia in order to keep this war going, um, unfortunately. This is going to have an impact on the markets, on car production, on weapons productions, Computer on everything. It, complete infrastructure, you know, because everything is... Just about everything takes a chip these days, a computer chip of some sort. I don't know of yeah. anything that run, doesn't run off of. Like even, we don't have any manual systems left. Yeah, look at even microwaves and toasters and freaking refrigerators have these things. Exactly. It's insane. Yeah. Oh. Craziness, craziness. Yeah. Just about done with what we've got here. Yeah. So Russia fully liberated residential areas of Severodonetsk Defense Ministry. So I'm guessing this is in, is this Russia or Ukraine? Um, I think Severodonetsk is in Ukraine, right? Yep. Okay, so Russia has fully liberated that city within Ukraine. Um, so, you know, good for them. Yep. Um, yes. They're looking to take over the city's industrial zone and the nearest settlements. So just more progress of Russia in Ukraine where they're losing the war terribly, according to some sources. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it sounds like, well, and there is a huge influence. I have a feeling that a lot of Ukrainians actually want this um, some. because they were, I think a lot of them were Russian. Mm -hmm. before they were ever Ukrainian, right? Um, so I think for them that this is a good move. I think that this is something that they want. And Some of them, for sure. Yeah, not all of them, because you're always going to have differences of opinion. They're divided, just like they we're divided. divided. Yeah. Yeah, but... So it is what it is, like it or leave it, I suppose. It um, sounds like that's, you know, pretty much under the control of Russia now. Yep. Moving on here, what else? Turkey calls on Ukraine to cooperate with Russian grain corridor plan to unblock the ports. Turkey says that a plan being brokered under UN auspices is set up safe uh, to set up safe grain corridors to open Ukraine ports for Black Sea transit has yet to be finalized, but that it's feasible. Turkey has ordered to escort maritime convoys as a neutral power from blockaded Ukraine ports. Neutral? I don't think everyone's going to think that's neutral in this <laughs> war. Um, the Turkish Foreign Minister Mevlut Cavusoglu. Oh my gosh. Uh, while speaking alongside Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov in a Wednesday news conference said that the plan to finally proceed... Uh, for the plan to finally proceed, there would have to be a direct negotiation between Moscow and Kiev. And that's not going to happen. So. Yeah, and they're both being real pests. I don't know that it's so much Moscow as it is Kiev. I mean, Zelensky's cut flat out come out and said that there's no possibility of peace talks with Russia. Period. Well, because that would be... They're not even willing to sit at the table. Because that would be, you know, Russia's a huge victory on Russia's end. Right. 
they're not ready to give up. Although they they don't have much more to. They're hanging on by a thread, I think. Oh yeah. So we've got Canadian military reports that Chinese jets are repeatedly buzzing its surveillance planes. Um, so such interactions, which occur in international airspace during UN sanctioned missions, are of concern and of increasing frequency. The Canadian Armed Forces said. I think this just goes to show more escalation. It says Canada's armed forces disclosed dozens of incidents in recent weeks involving Chinese fighter jets hazardously stalking Canadian surveillance planes. And according to a June 1st press release from the CAF, Chinese jets from the People's Liberation Army Air Force have repeatedly have been repeatedly buzzing Canadian CP-140 Aurora planes, which are taking part in a United Nations mission over international waters. So, yeah, you this... know, it just leads to more escalation right they're they're doing something i mean there's i I don't know it's funny that they're doing this to the canadians because um i i believe and i'm not 100 percent sure because i'm certainly not an expert on anything canada but i know we have canadians in here oh yeah um i believe that canada's military is all volunteer um, like wow. I don't think it's structured like the United States military is, and so wait, I know that they're. I thought well, I mean they have an air force and stuff like that, but isn't I the U.S. military pretty much volunteer too? Well, yeah, it's it. volunteer. I, I think I don't know. See, I don't know. I don't really don't know what I'm talking about, so I'm gonna stop talking. Yeah, I don't know how it works over uh, there either. But I do know that it is much smaller. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have the military force that the United States does, so. Um, it's right. interesting that they're trying to provoke Canada. <laughs> yeah, and we saw stories that match this with uh, yesterday we covered uh, with jets coming coming close to each other in close calls over disputed territory or controversial Especially territory. Since, do you remember and, two years ago when they were talking about that there were the Canadians invited the Chinese to come train in Canada? Yeah. Yes. And it's like, and now they're doing this. It's like, for what reason? So it makes you wonder. It's got to be, oh, Grandma Revolt said that it's the same as ours. See, so yeah, I don't know. I've, I've heard that it's different, but I didn't really know how. So, um, but it is interesting that something must have changed in the two years from when we heard about this, the Chinese being in Canada training. I think. To now. The only thing I could think of is that China is divided. Yeah. China's divided. Canada's divided. The U.S. is divided. Russia's divided. divided. Right. Ukraine's divided. The world. Everywhere. It's not just every country isn't just one head of the Hydra. I think you have multiple heads in each country. And so it's hard to say... I mean, and things could have changed. Leadership could have changed, and you know, as far as the head of the militaries, and yeah, or you have a good general and a shitty general, or you know, it's such a complex situation. It's hard to even say what the hell is going on. Which is why we sit here and we look at these things with y'all, um, put our heads yeah, together. We're, we're trying to figure it out just as much as anybody. You know, I'm. I don't pretend to be an expert on anything. Um, yeah, obviously, yeah, I, mean, I know. I need to brush. I I sucked it. I should have paid more attention when it came to like world stuff in school. 
because I'll I, be honest, I don't know shit about Canada. I don't. And, I know very little. And, um, you know, it's just one of those. It was Canada's there. <laughs> right. Uh, real quick, McDav gifted a can. He said, "This is uh, future babysitting fees for Kevin." Thank you so much. He's he's You're laying. You're gonna have his... to ask Josh to send that to you. <laughs> he's laying in his cat bed now. Here, you need a cat nanny. <laughs> Usually he's asleep by the showtime, but today he was on crack. I don't know why. Um, thank you so much for the can. We appreciate it. Yeah. Um, we do. <laughs> cat feet. Cat uh, daycare is expensive, man. Have you looked into it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's Mo- hilarious. Moving on. <laughs> EU capitals, MEPs agree rules for single phone charger. Oh, yeah. They're switching to the C. C um, I don't know if this relates to the <laughs> situation that we have. <laughs> I like, you have to buy. I think what it does is it forces people to buy a new phone, right? I mean,. It's, they want to go to one standard charger, um, which is look, you know, different. So it really affects Apple. Maybe they're trying to take Apple products out. I don't know. There's something Maybe there, I think. And right. when I saw this, I just thought, what is this commie bullshit, right? Um, <laughs> my phone takes so... the C charger. And in my house, it's hard to find anything but that because I'm the only one that has a phone that takes a C charger. Right. And that and goes so... directly into the phone. It's like the big... Yeah, it's a little one. bit bigger. I mean, it really isn't that much bigger than okay. the iPhone one, but it's instead of it being external prongs on it, it's encapsulated and you have to plug it in. Yeah, I saw a weird outlet at Home Depot the other day that has a USB or what the fuck is it called? A C charger. Mm-hmm. They have the C connector in an outlet, like a plug. Oh, that's cool. But why? Because it goes the other way. It should be a USB connection. Um, they do have some chargers that take C connectors. They're rare, but, but you can have C and C on each oh, end. Oh, C, C, each end. Oh, okay. I was like, this doesn't make sense. What the, in Wonderland is going on? Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Usually you see the outlets that have the USB ports in them. Yeah. Because that's what it usually is, is the USB to C or USB to whatever iPhone uses. That's what I want. Cool. That's what I want. Yeah. Those so, are pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. You got two outlets, like a normal one, but then you have a couple uh, USB. I keep trying to get Tom to make me furniture that has that in it. <laughs> I'm like, Come on. Just get busy. Come on, Tom. I'm like, go to, he's like, have you seen the price of lumber? And I'm like, oh, yeah, right. Fuck. So go mill it yourself. <laughs> Costs like two grand to make a damn guillotine nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's not something that would happen in my house <laughs> well, I'm just saying I would be like hey can you build this canteen for me can you make sure to put chargers in it so I can charge my phone when my battery runs dead from video <laughs> that's funny okay <laughs> my camera drains my battery a lot I'm going to need a charging cord in there and an extension cord. All right, one more. Yep, just in. FDA advisors recommend authorizing Novavax COVID vaccine despite risks of myocarditis. Go figure. They um, they're pushing yeah. forward with their genocide agenda. They're still killing people, sickos. 
Yep. So that's really all I wanted to bring up on that because I'm not interested in. And we already all know about this, right? Like we've covered yeah. this for months and stuff. These shots are killing people. They keep finding new adverse reactions that people are having. You're seeing um, sudden adult death syndrome. You're seeing hepatitis and AIDS and everything possibly under the sun that, you know, and it's like nobody's putting two to two together that this only has happened in the last year and a half. They're lying. Years. They're lying their asses and off. People are like, oh, yeah, it's just a vaccine. Yeah. They're lying their asses off, and it's genocide. It's heartbreaking. We all know. So let's not dwell on it. I mean, let's just wake up who we can. And anyway, <sighs> fuckers. Crazy world. Like I said, we're just kind of all over the place today. We are. Um, that's pretty much all we've got for today. Uh, we'll have a couple closing remarks to leave you guys with, but just a reminder, if you want to support Red Pill Project, everything that we do, every single show, every day, and all the content and all the things and the stuff, help us pay our bills and keep the ball rolling. Redpills.tv slash go is our give, send, go. You guys can donate directly. You could also donate on any of the live streams. Um, give, send, go. Uh, the link is redpills.tv slash go. You could, uh, also, just pray for us there. If you go there and pray, I tell you what, we'll be stoked. If you can afford to donate, then we'll be also stoked. But um, Also, please share this content with uh, the people you love in your life that have similar interests as you. And say, hey, do you know? Do you watch this show? Check it out. You know, They're pretty cool. What do you think? And uh, that helps us grow, helps us keep going as well. We appreciate that. And uh, gently hit your plus sign on Rumble if you haven't already. I know a lot of you are on top of it. We're not doing too shabby over there. Uh, Unless you need a new mouse or a new phone, then smash the hell out of it. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can either gently click it or destroy it. Either way, we appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> Take a hammer. Yeah. Um, we appreciate all of you very much. Thank you for tuning in again. And thank you, Grits39120, for the another ice cream. We appreciate that. Um, and thank you, everybody else, for tuning in and being a part of the Red Bill family during these interesting times. Yeah, Andrea, what do you got? I don't think I have much today. Um, I Stay frosty. Stay frosty. All right. It's Wednesday. We still have a whole day ahead of us, everybody. Make sure you tune in tonight to the Daily Dose at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern with Joshua Reed, where he digs deep into the unfolding global conspiracy and goes further into all of the controversy, all of the scams, all of this wonderland crazy nonsense that we see happening minute by minute. It really, really is. Really, yeah. So uh, tune in. We'll, I'll be there in the chats, or I, I'll probably be co-hosting the show. Um, so I'll see <laughs> you there. Andrea, thanks for joining me once again on this beautiful hump day. We'll be back tomorrow morning, same bat place, same bat time, to talk crap, talk about the news, look at the markets, and uh, visit with the Red Pill family once again. So everybody, we look forward to that. And until then, stay frosty. Exactly. Bye, guys.